Hello, everyone, and welcome to Locked on Flames. Nazem Kadri had himself a night against the Pittsburgh Penguins, and Jonathan Huberdeau got just what he needed to get everyone off of his back. All that and more on today's episode of Locked on Flames. Your Locked on Flames, your daily podcast on the Calgary Flames. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, everyone, and welcome to or welcome back to Locked On Flames. As always, I'm your host, Jess Belmosto, and I'm so excited to have you here. Thank you so much for joining me and making Locked On Flames part of your day and what a game it was against the Penguins, you know, flame securing the early lead. And we're going to talk more about that. And we're going to talk some, some Rasmus Anderson and then some quotes from around the team. I think it's time we dive in and dissect what Flames players are saying around the room. But before we do that, please make sure that you're subscribed to Lockdown Flames wherever you get your podcasts. And of course, make sure you're subscribed on YouTube. The Flames, <laughs> they're off to their best six-game start in franchise history. How amazing is that? And of course, Jonathan Huberdeau earned his first goal as a Flame last night, and it was the 30th multi-goal game for Kadri's, of Kadri's career. How? I, not that this team needed a confidence boost or needed something to kind of change the momentum of their season. But I feel like this was just some sort of game changer. Does anybody else kind of get that vibe? Like it wasn't just another game. I think it added and kind of padded the uh, stats in a way of saying that they are a very competitive team and they can beat competitive teams. Markstrom, (laughs) Jacob Markstrom also looked great last night. He had 32 saves and there were definitely some points where I was like, this, this is going to end up being like a four, three game. This is going to be an ugly game, but it wasn't. He was sharp as attack and he was locked in and ready to go. And he ended up leaving the game with a, or finishing the game, I should say with a 970 save percentage. I I know I said it, but the team wasn't in a bad spot before. They weren't. And I don't think anybody would say that they were, but it felt like they still had something to prove in a way, even though that they had beaten, you know, the Avs, the Oilers, uh, and other good teams around the league. And I don't know, something about beating the Penguins just kind of solidifies this for me, that they're you know, a a very competitive team that can hang with Stanley Cup contenders. And I I like what we saw out of them. I thought that they played a great full 60, which is what they wanted, what we wanted out of them. And of course, the Penguins were on the second half of a back-to-back, but you know, I don't think that you can count them out just because that's the case you know it's still early enough in the season where um the flames are gonna have um 
people's numbers still from last year. And, you know, I think teams are still well rested and whatnot. But I I like what we saw. I will not, uh, you know, say that, oh, well, you know, it's still early. The Flames could do this or, you know, they could still do that. Let's ride the high that we're on and appreciate what this team is giving us. And let's just keep going with it. You know, I'm I'm happy to see Kadri, you know, put up those two goals that gave the Flames a, a cushion. I'm happy to see Jonathan Huberto scoring on the power play. I'm happy that people will now stop saying things like, well, Huberto is still looking for his first. Yes, of course. But you know what? It was only five five games in, six games into the season. I'm sorry, but we know that he is more of an assist kind of guy and more of a playmaker. So, you know, I don't think we need to be staring him down, wondering where those goals are and why we aren't seeing them. But again, I do think that it was a great performance out there from top to bottom from your forwards to your defense, and of course, your goaltending. And we're going to talk more about the defense coming up next, uh, just because Rasmus Anderson, I think, is, he's making a name for himself. He always does, always, he's always doing something. But first, let's take a minute to talk about our friends at BetOnline. BetOnline.net is your number one source for football and sports betting this season of course you can place bets on the world series as well as the nba season that has just kicked off as well find all the latest player developments team matchups news podcasts and in-depth analysis on every game and as always bet online remains your continued source for all of your sports wagering information with live betting and up to scores for every sport out there Head on over to the website or use your mobile device today to learn more. Bet online where the game starts. Thank you all for tuning in to Locked On Flames. Y'all know that I appreciate everything that you bring to the table here when we are discussing uh, the Flames and <laughs> anything about the NHL. You guys have a lot of great insight and input. But let's talk about our friend, the good old razzle-dazzle, Rasmus Anderson. He, he's having himself a season, and he knows it. He has six assists and a, a goal. He, he's, he's looking great on special teams, and he knows that he has to be better at five-on-five. Five. So I'm going to share my screen with you here, and we are going to talk about uh, Rasmus Anderson and his interview with Ryan Dittrich of the Calgary Flames staff. Rasmus Anderson isn't the type to obsess over numbers, but even he would agree that waking up and seeing yourself at the top end of the scale is a nice feather in his bucket, but in his mind, there's always room to improve. It's kind of funny, Anderson says, said of being in the top five in points among defensemen because I'm not super happy about my five-on-five play so far. Special teams, I feel like I've been pretty good. But five-on-five, I've got to get better. There's a reason these Flames are off to their best start in franchise history at five-and-one, 
and have their second have the second best win percentage and with an 8.33 league wide. It's because players like Rasmus Anderson, a fixture of the 23 to 19 or 23 to 29 age group that head coach Daryl Sutter speaks highly of and leans heavily on, hold themselves to a high standard. I feel like that's the thing that I've definitely noticed with Rasmus Anderson since I've started covering this team is that he does hold himself to a very high standard and the bare minimum is never good enough for him, even if, you know, it it might be good enough for some other defensemen, but their bare minimum is uh, just way below Anderson's expectations for himself. That's always been true of the 25-year-old rear guard who's entering his fifth full year in the show. But after proving himself capable over the past few seasons and steadily incorporating more responsibility into his workload, it's clear now that Anderson officially rounded the corner. And I would say that too. His third season was the COVID-shortened season, and that I feel like that was a hard year for a lot of players in terms of, you know, adjusting to only playing in Canada, having a more condensed schedule. But Rasmus Anderson was also 23 and welcoming a new baby into his life. So there was a lot of changes going on there. But I definitely think even last year, he proved to kind of, you know, round that corner and take a step forward in his game. We're now talking less about potential and more about real tangible results. In other words, the true mark of a number one defenseman. It's great, Noah Hannafin said of his progression. Obviously, he's building off last year, and it's really nice for us to have a full year together last year and really gain that chemistry. Then coming into this year, he's picking up where we left off. I'm happy for him. He puts himself in situations where he can contribute offensively, so it's good to see. He's an unreal player. Super skilled and really smart. I think that's something we all accept him. And I agree. I would agree wholeheartedly with Noah Hannafin there. Anderson has has a goal in six helpers with four of those points coming on the power play. It's there that he's been a mainstay, quarterbacking the number one unit, evolving into a true dual threat, and leading the squad to a fifth best 30.4 efficiency rate. This team is unreal. Like, you look at the talent that is on this team. Like, I feel like it's very easy to focus and measure the talents of a, you know, forward group. And defensively, like, I feel like people kind of have a hard time measuring those stats. I mean, me as well. But when you look at this, <laughs> at this, uh, at this group, you see a true true top of the line defense core. It's why when you glance at the scoring chart, Anderson's name is now among the league's elite, including Rasmus Dahlin, Adam Fox, and the reigning Norris Trophy winner, Kale McCarr. Honestly, I feel like I'm touching the puck more this year than I did last year on the power play. Anderson said, I feel good. Johnny, Naz, Lindy, and Toph 
They're pushing me to shoot. That makes it a lot easier. Last year was a little different. I feel good and have a lot of confidence on there. That's great. I think that that is fantastic. I think it's great. And, you know, I think that there were that there are players on the Flames that do need are younger and do need to build up their confidence more. And Rasmus Anderson is one of them. He's only 25 years old. He, even though he has rounded that corner, I think that you still need to put, um, you know, you need to be able to measure how far you have come in that time frame. And, you know, you can say you look better and you're doing better, but what, what truly measures that difference, you know? Um, yeah. And I am thoroughly, thoroughly happy with Rasmus Anderson's performance so far this year. You know, he had an assist on Jonathan Huberdo's PowerPoint uh, goal Tuesday night. And <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, the season may only be six games old, but Anderson is taking on a larger piece of the pie. He's all averaging 23.53 per game. So 23 minutes and 53 seconds per game. More than a full minute greater than his already ambitious 82 game aggregate from a year ago. He, most impressively, that figure includes a career high 27 plus that he logged last Saturday against the Carolina Hurricanes, a number not seen on the D-man's profile since he patrolled the blue line with the OHL's Barry, Barry Colts. So this kid is doing amazing and they're, there's only, you know, so many times I can say Rasmus Anderson is, you know, a top level guy, but I think I'm going to have to say that he he's proving himself and I would love to see him in the Norris Trophy conversation come the end of the year. I think that that would be, um, you know, another notch in his belt, another boost to his confidence and you know, he's absolutely uh, playing like a Kale McCarr or an Adam Fox. And it's time to put some respect on his name. And coming up next, we are going to have a new segment called Say What? And we will talk all about that next here at Locked on Flames. Thank you all for tuning in to Locked on Flames. As always, you can follow me on Twitter at Jess Belmosto. So if you're watching on YouTube, I'm going to share my screen again because we are um, having the time of our lives going over the Flames website here. And let's let's do this. Okay, good. I'm glad that didn't move while I was. <laughs> Anyways, all right. So we're, these are some quotes from uh, the players, and I think that these are great to dissect and kind of see where the players are at. So this is what Mangiapane has to say on Kadri's hot start. He's a great player. He's smart and knows where to be on the ice at all times, right? Obviously, as a line, I think there's some room to grow, and that's just playing that's just playing and knowing where each other is on the ice. 
he's a smart player and and Dubé and I want to work hard and do our best to help the team win. I think that's why we're successful. Yeah, no, I think that that's a very fair assessment. I really think that Sutter putting Dubé on that line is a chance for him to grow. It shows that Sutter has faith in Dylan Dubé. You know, last year, I think that there were definitely talks of Dubé uh, being traded at the deadline because he wasn't, you know, his. it felt as if his ceiling in Calgary had been met. But it kind of looks like he's finding a second wind. And I want to see how this Mangiapane, Kadri, and Dubé line works out. And this is what uh, Mangiapane says about Kadri off the ice. It's great. He, uh, he adds a lot of character to our room and we can joke around with him. And you can tell when the game is coming to the starting time. He gets serious. It's good. Obviously, he's won and he, he's had a, su- a successful career. So it's good that he's now with us and we can learn from him. That's, that's why they brought him in. Not only to win. But so players can absolutely learn from him. I think that it just makes sense why you would want an 87 point player on your team, uh, especially one that's coming in free agency, but also like a player of his pedigree. You know, he played in one of the toughest markets that is Toronto. And he, it wasn't that he was a bad player there. I think that there was just, um, I don't want to say a lot of pressure. I I feel like he was still young there and was making silly mistakes, but, uh, and he got the brunt of it from a lot of the media and a lot of it uh, wasn't necessarily for the right reasons, but it's great to have him mentoring a line that's as young as Dubé and Mangiapane. On the success of that line, Mangiapani says, that's when we're our best, when we're all working together and playing together, playing fast, hardworking, tenacious. I like that SAT word. Is that an SAT word? I don't know. I didn't take the SATs. Uh, Tenacious on the puck and making teams cause turnovers. And then we can capitalize on their mistakes. But that all happens with the work ethic. I like how I mentioned the SATs. I don't think that Canada has the SATs. But anyways, um, there there was absolutely a goal from Kadri against the Oilers where Kadri literally just like scooped the puck. Or it might have been, Car- no, it was Carolina, uh, where he just scooped the puck off of the players. Um scooped the puck off of the player's stick and was just like, thank you, in the neutral zone, and he ended up converting that to a goal. You know, I think that that is the work ethic that Mangiapane here is talking about. On his pass on Kadri's first goal on on Tuesday, we were working hard, and again, that's when we're our best. I saw Dubé cycled it down, and saw that he had two guys on him. I knew that there would be, I knew that there should be someone in front of the net alone. So I threw it there and he had a nice finish on it. Love, love, love the hockey IQ there. Love that, you know, we're thinking ahead of where the puck should be. 
and where it will end up. Anderson on Kadri's impact. You can tell that he he obviously won last year. He knows what he's talking about and he's ready night in and night out so far. He's a hell of a player and really good a really good person too. So it's definitely nice to have him on our team. That is for sure. Look at that. We I love all the Kadri praise. It is just something you absolutely love to see. Um <laughs> And then Hannafin on the strong start. Uh, did it wasn't last season that? No, it wasn't last season that Hannafin's. He had shoulder surgery two off seasons ago. Now, coming into the season, we looked at the schedule and obviously knew this was an opportunity we needed to take advantage of, being at home for the majority of the month and also playing against some really good teams. We knew it was going to be a challenge, but I think we've done some good things. There are some areas we can clean up and get better at, but it's still early. The special teams have been great for us this year and have really closed out a lot of wins for us. I think the five-on-five play last game was definitely a step in the right direction for us. It's something we touched on last week that we wanted to improve on and get that identity that we're comfortable with as a as the season gets as the season goes along we'll take we'll take where we're at now we're in a pretty good spot and we want to close out the month on a strong note i think one of my favorite things about this team is that they never they're never satisfied they're always hungry for more they want to be playing better in some aspect of their game, whether it be, you know, that five-on-five play, whether they want to be playing better on the road, whether Mangiapane wants to be scoring more at home versus on the road or kind of balance those out. And I think that that's one thing that really works in this team's favor. I think that they, you know, they're never too confident in themselves or oh, I shouldn't say they're not too confident in themselves. That makes them sound like, you know, they don't have any faith in themselves, but you know what I mean? They're, they're a little, um, they're never comfortable and too like overly confident in themselves. And Hey, that's fair. I get it. You never want to, you never want to be too comfortable Because then you stop working and you stop putting in the effort. And that will do it for today's episode of Locked on Flames. Thank you so much for tuning in. I greatly appreciate it. And I will be here for you Thursday and Friday to wrap up our week uh, with some more five-on-five talk, some Jacob Markstrom talk, and checking in with other teams from around the league. And then on Saturday... We have another Battle of Alberta. And until then, enjoy.